A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Returning guest, all the way from sunny Kenya. Well, apparently it's not so sunny there, but anyway, that's by the by. Collins Maradi. Collins, a very warm welcome back to you, sir. Thank you so much, Paul. Uh, glad to be here. And uh, my name is Collins Moredi, as you heard. I'm the founder of Center for Adolescent and Young Changemakers in uh, Africa, Kenya. And I'm excited to be here today. Thank you, Paul. What we thought we'd talk about, listeners, is self-empowering C, that's S-E-E, C opportunities in Kenya. And C is an acronym for sport, education and employment. Self-empowering C opportunities in Kenya, listeners. Collins, where do we start with this? Uh, so I think, Paul, when I talk about, when I hear about self-empowering and C opportunities, one thing that comes into my mind is making a conscious decision to take charge of your destiny, you know, because... This involves a lot of positive choices, a lot of uh, taking action to some of the things that you see in our community, you know, and uh, just having the ability to be able to make or execute decisions for the betterment of anything, for example, like personally, uh, for the betterment of the community. So for me, it's all about just taking charge of uh, I, uh, something that you've seen as an opportunity, then offering that solution. Yes. Because hmm. there's this thing, isn't there, listeners, about being empowered. And I can remember, you know, a couple of years ago, and I actually said about empowering people. And they somebody said to me, none of us have got the right to empower others. That empowerment needs to come from within. And that's absolutely right, isn't it? And that comes from within college, doesn't it? By us taking that responsibility, by us as an individual taking that action, we have choices. And so we commit to that choice and we take the action. We don't really need others to bestow that empowerment upon us. We might need a guiding helping hand, that's fine. But in terms of power empowerment, we take that responsibility ourselves, do we not? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think, uh, Paul, it also comes up with the aspect of also understanding your weaknesses as a person and also your strengths so that you can learn from them so that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. So personally, like me, I was able to identify some of my weaknesses and some of my strength. Then through the opportunities that I've been able to identify, I use uh, I use that, the information that I got from my weaknesses and my strength, then I'm able uh, to be able to solve some of the uh, uh, problems or maybe the gaps that I identified as opportunities. So self-empowerment is actually key because uh, like in Kenya, uh, I know of a group of people trying to uh, uh, get self-empowerment so that we can be able to 
support others by just helping them also to offer some of the solution to some of the opportunities and gaps that we've been able to identify. Yes. Mm, okay. So for the benefit of me, Collins, and, and certainly our listeners, give us an appreciation, if you will, around the beautiful people of Kenya and how their response, where do they sit with this self-empowerment thing as a collective? I mean, that's going to be so different, I would imagine, from individual to individual. But generally, what are the people of Kenya like in terms of, yeah, we really want this self-empowerment or, or not, as the case may be? Give me, give me a flavour. Uh, it's a process, Paul, because I've been able to interact with uh, people in Kenya and uh, I know identifying opportunity and offering a solution is two different things, you know. So you will find that a lot of people identify problems, but they lack that zeal to offer solutions to some of the opportunities. And the, on the other hand, we have a lot of people also in Kenya who have already identified problem and they are offering solutions but you see, they are not known, you know. So one of the things that we do uh, in Kenya, the programs that we are doing is trying to see how do we position these people also to be able to be on the limelight because we want them to encourage others because we have a lot of people also who are doing what, uh, like identifying problems and offering solutions. So we want to bring all of us together and give them limelight and exchange ideas on how do we come together as world game changers, as people of influence in the community and just support other people. So I know in Kenya, we have beautiful people. We have people that are also doing uh, a lot of uh, filling gaps on opportunities, but we also have a group of people who already they know the opportunities, but they are lacking that zeal to be able to offer solution. And that is the group we are committed to support and also to help together as we work together. Thank you, Paul. Mm. Okay, so if I was to say to you, um, of the three C opportunities, sport, education, and employment, almost say, well, you can, you know, you can only choose one. What would you say generally? you know, for the people of Kenya, what would they choose? What would they prefer? Would that kind of empowerment be through the choice of sport? Would it be through the choice of education? Or would it be through the choice of employment? Or, or would it not? Is, am I being too simplistic? No, no, no. Actually, one of the things that I will choose right away, Paul, is education. Because I believe education opens opportunities. Education opens empowerment. Because once you know something, you are able to uh, uh, offer solution to something. Personally, like me, I got education on empowering young people. And right now I'm able to empower young people on the servant leadership. So minus education on what is the right definition of servant leadership, I could not be able to help other young people to understand what is servant leadership. So for me, anytime it's about education because I know education removes uh, people and especially in Kenya, I have witnessed removing them from poverty, removing them from a lot of issues that they undergo. Because when you talk about education, you talk about access to opportunities, you talk about access uh, to resources. So I believe any day, anytime, I will always advocate for education because it simplifies everything in opportunities and also self uh, empowerment. Yes. Mm, okay. 
So education comes in many ways, shapes, forms and sizes, Collins, doesn't it? I mean, there's formal education, you know, getting qualifications yeah. and that kind of thing. There's more vocational qualifications in education. I mean, what, you know, give us a flavour. Help me to understand better uh, and empathise more, Collins, with, you know, the people of, of Africa generally, but specifically with Kenya, because we're talking about the focus of Kenya on this particular episode. You know, what what does that word education actually mean? Is that formal qualifications? Is it vocational? What does that look like? So I think when I talk about education, Paul, uh, it comes in different forms, as you said. And uh, education is, for me, I will look at it uh, in three forms, whereby you will find people who have formal education. And uh, this is people who actually are able to maybe access, access opportunities like uh, maybe school opportunities, like uh, courses, like formal courses. But you also find a group of people maybe, and especially in the rural, that these are people who have informal education. These are people who are taking up uh, tertiary courses, polytechnic, you know, like skills, you know, like skills. So what I believe is we have all those kind of uh, groups. And when we talk about education, like for example, what we focus on is we focus on skills education, informal education, because this really helps uh, people to have, uh, have that knowledge and also skill to do something. For example, we are working with student entrepreneurs, like for example, those student entrepreneurs are learning about uh, formal education, maybe in universities, but we see there is a gap whereby after they graduate, they don't have the job skills. So what we do, we try to help them have skills education, informal education, for example, they can be able to learn about plumbing. They can be able uh, to learn about maybe, for example, uh, smart agriculture. They can be able to uh, learn about issues to deal with mechanic, something that really uh, the, the, the formal education does not really focus too much in, in Kenya and in, uh, especially in Kenya because they feel like as a formal education, you can't be this mechanic, you can't be this plumber. So what we are really insisting is issues to deal with skills and informal education, Paul. Mm, okay. Yeah. What we've done here, listeners, of the 10 life-enhancing goals of World Game Changers, we've obviously focused in on leg number three, which is Colin says, self-empowering sea opportunities, brackets, in Kenya. You can share with us some real kind of success stories around that, Collins, can't you? I mean, you've introduced me. I've had the privilege of some of the fantastic introductions you've, you've made with, with, with your fellow, well, not just Kenyans, but also Africans more generally. Listeners, that's been a very, very rich experience, a very rich experience. Share with us, Collins, some insights. You don't necessarily have to name people, but some of the examples of how this this education's improved people's lives. You know, give them fictitious names if you if you wish, but give us some real kind of inspiration here about, well, I know this person and he or she, this happened, et cetera, et cetera. 
So, uh, like, as I told you, Paul, in Kenya, we have a program called uh, Diving in the Deep Sea and Figuring How to Swim. It is an education that really exposes people to be able uh, to really uh, see opportunities and offer solutions. So we've been able to see a lot of people benefiting out of this. There's a lady called Adam, actually I have shared this story uh, not once or twice and she's already given me consent to share. She She's a young mother and uh, she came into our organization and the programs that we were doing we decided to train her on smart agriculture and specifically on poultry production. So this young mother was unable to, to, to sustain herself with the kid because already she's in school and she has classes. So when she came to our organization, we were able to train her on poultry production specifically to be able to work something out of economic uh, uh, economic wise. So when she came, she was able to position herself in the value chain of poultry production. And she started uh, taking eggs from uh, farmers and then linking those eggs to the market in the shops just around town. So it was very easy for her. She was going for classes from eight to 12. Then she comes out from 12 to, 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 to around uh, three for two hours, she goes and collect eggs without uh, committing any money, you know, because already we had introduced her to such kind of the farmers. Then she takes that those eggs to uh, shops, then the shops pays her, and then she gets commission, and then she brings the farmers that we are working with the, uh, the capital, you know. So right now, that lady is able to sustain herself she's able to pay for her child daycare fee and she's excited actually she's empowering other teenage mothers you know and i i would be glad one day for her to come and also share her story because both these are stories that we see every day and we are happy there are a lot of stories i can tell you and this is just one of them and i believe that once she understood the part of education that skills educational poultry production she was able to see an opportunity and then she ran with the opportunity and right now she's okay yes paul mm, that's fascinating as you was as you was telling that uh, telling us that story collins i was thinking about okay so how many other of the 10 legs does this situation does this story cro uh, cross over so leg number one awareness raising and purposeful communication well, this lady's she's raising awareness. She really is raising awareness of what can be done. She's giving that inspiration. She's giving that hope. You know, she's using the yeah. initiative. Number two, yeah. expanding good health and well-being. Absolutely. You know, for her own child as well as herself. You know, this mental health, knowing that she's contributing, she's she's valuable, she's doing something. You know, number three, we've been speaking about that generally. Um, individuals prosperous living she's contributing towards her own prosperity and she, she may or may not be getting paid a lot of money for this it doesn't matter but prosperity is me measured in more ways than just finances and I think we tend to forget that it's about that holistic that health that happiness that you know that sense of pride that independence that we have for knowing that we're doing our bit 
Um, sure. Purposeful partnerships and relationships. Number six, Lake. She's absolutely doing that, isn't she? She's got a great relationship with the market. She's got a great relationship with the farmers. She's building relationships on trust. You know, the farmers are allowing her to take these eggs to market. They're trusting her. So there's that one. Number seven, ethical business and entrepreneurship. Wow. Does this tick that box? This absolutely ticks that box. Number eight, leg number eight, financial sustainability and positive impact. 100%. Yeah. And then, you know, the other two, life on land and below water. Don't know so much. Uh, prosperous global communities. I would say yes, because although she's doing it in her local community, she's inspiring. Yeah. And if somebody else picks up, one becomes two, two become four, four becomes eight. And yeah. before you, these are the ways that things spread throughout communities, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. That is powerful, Paul. And actually, I'm just happy on how these ladies' stories is, has been able to link all these legs, you know, and uh, I'm I'm just excited because I didn't see it like that, but I'm 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 thinking it is just summarizing that all the legs that we have talked about, it is really linking them to a very very inspiring uh, inspiring uh, statement because out of this lady Paul, uh, I've been able to see somebody who has come from nothing from a very pity life to someone right now he's very confident has a self-esteem is high and she is also educating other young teenage mothers she's standing tall and telling them hey you don't have to stay there and lament and complain you can actually do it because i did it so mm. that is a very beautiful story paul yeah and just give just reminders of, uh, of the lady's name again collins uh, the lady's name is uh, Lucy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lucy Kanata. Lucy Kanata. I think we need to get Lucy Kanata on this podcast. Yeah. I think we need to have a chat. Please invite her in, Collins, and allow the lady to tell her own story. Because, listeners, this is what it's all about. You know, Collins has introduced this beautiful story, this very inspiring story, what that's done within me, it's roused something in me and say, do you know what, Lucy? Here's the mic. Talk to us. Tell us around what's going off in your world. Help us to understand more. And that brings us back to leg one, doesn't it? Awareness raising and purposeful communication. It's very simple. Listeners, it's very, very, very simple. And as Colin says there, he, even in, you know, he hadn't linked all this stuff together. But this is how simple it can be. Once we start talking, once we can't start supporting each other, it's amazing how quickly things can escalate. And, yeah. you know, I've used an example before, Collins, and sometimes people think that small changes in the world or in, in their own lives, they're not, you know, what difference can I make? That's not going to make any difference. And I often use the simple example of the word bitter, B-I-T-T-E-R. Just change one small letter in there, change the I to an E, and bitter soon becomes better. Wow, wow, that's inspiring, yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the simplicity, but we're so bogged down on the challenges and the, you know, and we can of the heaviness of life. And I think we just need that little bit of a guiding light to put an arm around us and say, hey, there's another way, you know, there's another way.
I want to start to draw towards a close, Collins. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, I think there's something in that. And, and as I say, let's get Lucy on the podcast. Let's reach out to her. I'll let you reach out, see if she's, you know, if she'd like to do that. Let's get her in the book to tell the story to our readers as well. And, but before, I'm going to ask you one question right at the end to sign off. But before I do that, I'd just like to invite you in, if I may, to share your contact details, how people can find out more about you and the absolutely brilliant work that you do with your fellow African people and particularly young people in Kenya. How do we reach out to you, Collins? So, as I said, I'm a founder of an organization, a nonprofit organization. Africa, Kenya, and uh, it is called Center for Adolescent and Young Change Makers. It's actually on Facebook, uh, a Center for Adolescent and Young Change Makers. Then uh, Twitter is also safer uh, underscore YCM. Also, Instagram is safer.ycm and LinkedIn Center for Adolescent and Young Change Makers. So, all those platforms, if you just uh, dial C-E-F-A, CEFA.YCM, you will be able to see all of uh, uh, the work that we are doing in Kenya by empowering young people to be leaders who will become agents of positive change in the community. And we do that through uh, setting up a center whereby they come, we train them with different skills, and they become problem solvers and not only uh, dependent, depend, depend, dependent, dependency, you know. So I believe as we continue to empower young people, they continue to empower others, others continue to empower others, and then we become one family of all of us world game changers who are doing those small, simple acts of love that creates impact to people's life. So I'm happy to be here, Paul, and I love this podcast and i hope it will inspire a lot of people globally thank you so much superb you've kind of answered the big question i was going to ask you right at the end uh, but i'll ask it anyway collins just in case there's anything you want to add just as we close out now what would be your one big message to people to young people to your fellow country people in uh, in Kenya and maybe beyond in Africa, the one big message, what would that be, Collins? My one big message is everybody has a purpose in life and you as a person work on your purpose, serve your purpose through love. It doesn't matter where you are, what you have, use what you have. Personally, I used what I had experience. I didn't have resources, but I had knowledge and experience. And that is what I used. Everybody has something in on their hand. It's just a matter of using what you have to change other people's life and to serve your purpose. Because at the end of the day, we were created to share. We were created to serve humanity. It is upon you to ask yourself, what is my purpose as Collins? And how do I serve my purpose in the simple way that I can do without expecting a lot of big things? Because it's all about simplicity that you can serve without, uh, without focusing on big achievements. One of the things I do is I enter into a train. I sit next to a person. 
and I start a conversation of encouraging that person through like you have a purpose and how do you use your purpose to change lives you know and at the end of the day if that person is not doing anything maybe he thinks but I don't have money I say no your purpose doesn't require money your purpose is just about going out there sharing love and doing good for others so Paul that is sharing love that is serving humanity and when I leave that train, I feel, I feel fulfilled because at the end of the day, I've encouraged someone and I've helped a person become better. I have not used any money. I have not used any resources. I have just used what I have, you know, my gift. So I think that is important for people to know. Don't look at external, just look inside you and use what is in you to serve the world and to change the world for the better. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you. Well, listeners, plenty to think about there. And as we leave you to think about that, I sign off here and now the way I always do by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? <laughs>